The NFL playoffs. Many look forward to it every year. But with COVID, others wondered if they'd ever happen. This past weekend, we saw some usual suspects as well as some surprises. But who will win the Super Bowl? Are you ready for football? For the first time in over 20 years, the Patriots are not in the playoffs. No one expected the Buccaneers to even sniff playoff contention this time last year. But 43-year-old former Patriot quarterback Tom Brady, one of the greatest of all times, led the Bucs to the postseason Saturday night. Young Baker Mayfield surprised many by taking the Browns there, too. But even though the playoffs might feel normal, it was still strange to see no fans at some games, like the Rams in Seattle against the Seahawks. The spectacle of sports can grab our attention, but don't let it cloud your vision. Christ calms the storms. He heals. He saves. Blessed are all who take refuge in Him. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And on this first day of the week, Monday, we're in a series called Meeting Jesus in the Gospel of Luke. Today, we're zeroing in on Luke chapter 8. A lot of people still pausing to consider the storm that shook a country, in fact, the world, last week in Washington, D.C. But that storm of a rioting mob invading the U.S. Capitol building reminds me of a time past recounted in Luke's gospel. Who has the power over any and all storms? Where is your faith? He asked his disciples afterwards when the water had calmed. And this moment was captured so well in the Gospel of Luke feature film. One day, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and set out. As they sailed, he fell asleep. so that the boat was being swamped and they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. He got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters. In fear and amazement, they asked one another, Who is this? He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. That's an excerpt from the Gospel of Luke DVD and a story from the life of Christ from Luke 8. What is your storm starting this new week? Where is your faith, as Jesus asked? Only Christ can calm our storms, be they from COVID or from an obsession with political power, whatever. We'll hear another clip from this chapter in the Gospel of Luke feature film in a few minutes. The demon-possessed man. Jesus changed his life, and he can change yours as well. And after this program, I want to send you the Gospel of Luke DVD for your support of the ministry. It's the entire Gospel of Luke, word for word, with the action being portrayed by actors on location in the Mediterranean. I've never seen anything like it. 
It really does bring the story of Jesus to life in your mind, but also in your heart. Plus, you can choose on the DVD to hear it in either the NIV or the KJV. Call us after the program at 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or go online, check out some sample scenes of the Gospel of Luke DVD, and make your gift there at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And now let's get the program started with Matt Redman. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, your perfect love is casting out fear. And even when I'm caught in the middle, of the storms of this life I won't turn back I know you are near And I will fear no evil For my God is with me And if my God is
You never let go. Matt Redman opening this Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris thanking you for joining me as we take another look at the Gospel of Luke. Where can you even begin with such a few minutes? We heard the story of Jesus calming the storm. And before that, the chapter opens with the parable of the sower. Jesus even explained the meaning to his disciples at their request. So much can happen when the seed of the gospel is not planted in good soil. Beginning faith isn't necessarily lasting faith. It's like seed being sown among thorns or on soil with too many rocks. But this chapter contains so much sound teaching by our Lord through the telling of stories. He speaks of a lamp on a lampstand. If you receive the light of faith, you don't hide that faith. In fact, you cannot hide it. If you really have true faith and let that light of your faith shine brightly, you will be given more faith. There's so much to try and digest. We could take a year to linger in a single gospel like Luke. It's not a parable, but there are the amazing stories of faith in Luke 8, as Jesus raised a girl from the dead, and then the sick woman who just touched his robe and was healed. Who touched me is a famous line we've heard before. Your faith in me has healed you. Go in peace. That short story is threaded into another true story of the synagogue leader Jairus, who came up and fell at the feet of Jesus, pleading for help. His twelve-year-old daughter was in the throes of dying. Your heart breaks when you hear this story. And while Jesus was ministering to the woman who was healed, somebody else ran up with the tragic news that indeed the little girl, the daughter, had died. The people in the pressing crowd may not have believed, but Jairus believed with believing faith when Jesus told him, as he told so many others over three years of ministry, don't be afraid, just believe she will be healed. How could that be? She was already dead. No doubt many in the crowd were thinking, were told some of them even laughed. Luke says he returned. And no doubt these two stories took place in Jesus's adopted hometown of Capernaum, a fishing village on a well-traveled trade route on the north shore of Galilee. He kept walking with Jairus to the house of the synagogue leader. As they walked, he spoke to those who were wailing loudly, a kind of mourning that you can still hear today if you witness a funeral procession like I have in the Middle East. Stop wailing, he told them. She is not dead, but asleep. Mocking laughs from the crowd. But in a daze from the news of death, Jairus kept walking as Jesus walked until they reached the house. They entered. Jesus gently took the dead girl's hand and spoke divine words that only God can speak with authority that becomes reality. My child, get up. And she did, as life was restored. And Jesus asked for her to be given food to eat. Only the Lord can raise the dead. Luke 8 was given to build us up, to show us the true faith that lasts, faith that brings life. But now I want to go back. There's one more true story that I must share. It comes in the middle, as Jesus led his disciples away in a boat, away from the crowd. They sailed from Capernaum on the north side to the east side of the lake where the storm was calmed, a barren place that you can still visit today. Fewer trees, more rocky soil that only the Lord can work with. It's the restoration of the demon-possessed man, the Gerasene, who was a Gentile, 
a Greek man from one of those cities where you can still see the ruins of the Decapolis. Jesus had come for all the nations and not just the Jews to which he had first been born to save. Listen again now to the word of the Lord from Luke 8, verses 26 to 39. They sailed to the region of the Gerasenes, which is across the lake from Galilee. When Jesus stepped ashore, he was met by a demon-possessed man from the town. For a long time, this man had not worn clothes or lived in a house, but had lived in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell at his feet, shouting at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus? Son of the Most High God, I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had commanded the impure spirit to come out of the man. Many times it had seized him, and though he was chained hand and foot and kept under guard, he had broken his chains and had been driven by the demon into solitary places. Jesus asked him, What is your name? Legion, he replied, because many demons had gone into him and they begged Jesus repeatedly not to order them to go into the abyss. A large herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside. The demons begged Jesus to let them go into the pigs. And he gave them permission. When the demons came out of the man, they went into the pigs, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When those tending the pigs saw what had happened, they ran off and reported this in the town and countryside, and the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone out, sitting at Jesus' feet, dressed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. Those who had seen it told the people how the demon-possessed man had been cured. And all the people of the region of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them because they were overcome with fear. So he got into the boat and left. The man from whom the demons had gone out begged to go with him. But Jesus sent him away saying, Return home and tell how much God has done for you. So the man went away and told all over town how much Jesus had done for him. Haven Today, and a clip from the Gospel of Luke DVD that we have for your gift. From Luke 8, 26 through 39, the reading that we just heard. I was saying it all last week. Read yourself into the story of the Gospel. Find your faith in the Lord of faith, true faith. This story is so personal for me and my wife. It's been many years since we lost our son to a drug overdose in Southern California. He had lived a troubled life. He had succumbed to addiction too often. We had tried Christian counselors. I had bailed him out of jail after an arrest. We couldn't let him live at home anymore. But we prayed every day, and we stayed in touch. 
The final six weeks of his life, we learned later, he had started reading his Bible again every day. He called me six weeks straight every Saturday night, asking to be picked up and taken to church the following day. I'll never forget, he would say, Dad, I want to hear the gospel preached tomorrow. Can I go with you? And we would go to church together. Our son died of an overdose on the seventh Saturday after he had started calling me every week. We buried our son back in a family plot in Oklahoma. And a couple of days later, Janet and I were spending the night in Dallas before flying back to California. We were with friends, a pastor friend who was preaching through Luke. He had reached Luke 8 and preached the story we just heard. Over lunch, my friend Dan apologized to us for preaching this story the Sunday that we had come. So I had to share. It was the story of our Lord that we needed to hear. As only God can provide, no apologies required. God had planned his sermon for us to hear as we were still in a daze, grieving for our lost son who had died. For you see, even with his addicted body, we believe our son had been given renewed faith and that the Lord had safely taken him home. He was never destined for this storm-tossed world. The Lord's timing is always right. His plan is always the right plan. He looks after and cares for his sheep. Jesus had called our son safely home. So here was this story of the demoniac filled with a cluster of demons calling themselves legion. The man was finally healed. The authorities in his Greek city in the Decapolis had tried to hold him down by using chains, but the demons kept breaking out with strength beyond that of a human. He was living in a graveyard. No one wanted anything to do with him. He was certainly a broken man, consumed by demons who could break even the chains. And here's the connection with me. Jesus cast out the demons and sent them at their request into a herd of unclean pigs who ran over a cliff and drowned in the Galilee. I've sat at this outcrop, and I've recalled Luke 8. Once the Savior had arrived and the demons were gone, we're told he sat at Jesus' feet, dressed, and in his right mind, a sound mind, a man who had finally found his deliverance and safety with Jesus. And that's what happened to my son. In the end, he was safe. The Lord had healed him by taking him home to the safety of the next life. You and I can learn from this. We may not be addicted to drugs, although we know many who are. We may not be filled with demons, although certainly we are all sinners. But Jesus, only Jesus, can break through. And only by his authority can we be healed, can we be forgiven. And only then, Will we be found with sound minds? Jesus saves. Our chains are loosed, and we're set free. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Twas grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. 
been a little while since we've heard that song. We needed to hear it today. Amazing Grace, My Chains Are Gone by Chris Tomlin here on Haven Today. You're in a month-long series with me called Meeting Jesus in the Gospel of Luke. In the events of 2020 and then last week, if they haven't shown us how much we need Jesus, I don't know what will. I'm praying for revival in my life, but also in your life. We need the Holy Spirit to move in our lives this new year as well as in our world. Christ Jesus, he's our only hope. We need to look to him. 
And one way you can do that is by reading through the Gospel of Luke. Would you set aside the time with me to read it through at least once this month? And to help you better understand this Gospel, I want to send you a DVD called The Gospel of Luke. There's no better way to experience the ministry of Jesus and what he was all about than with your eyes and ears and heart. This feature-length film dramatically portrays the story of Jesus with factors in its shot on location in the Mediterranean. I like how the DVD lets you choose to listen to either the NIV or the KJV as the story is told word for word straight out of the Bible. I know this will help you begin this new year fresh in your walk with Jesus. You just need to call us right now. Would you make your first gift of the year and we'll send you the Gospel of Luke DVD. And the number you can call, we're answering the phone right now, night or day, 24-7, That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or go online, watch the sample scenes from the movie that we've posted, and make your gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for starting the week with me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we'll be sharing together the Gospel of Luke and it's all part of the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. There's a big difference, astronomical actually, between the religions of the world and the Gospel of Jesus Christ. And the easiest way to see it is to think about children. Children teach us a lot. In fact, Jesus said in the book of Matthew that our faith ought to be like a child, especially when we make a mistake. Religions of this world tell us to hide. The gospel tells us to seek and to knock and to ask for help. When we sin, religious says, I hope dad doesn't find out. The gospel says, I better tell dad. Christ frees us from fear and from hiding and frees us into a life of love because of our gracious Heavenly Father. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.